What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits? The answer of our Lord is, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. May the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, grant us the faith to believe in Jesus alone as our bread of life, our bread of life now and forever. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, have you ever gone to the grocery store for a, for a specific item and then come home with other things but not that specific item? That's happened to me a number of times, but it happened to me one time uh, when I just needed to get a simple loaf of bread. And for me, it's difficult because I get distracted by the candy aisle. I get distracted by all the end caps of the new uh, treats and things. And so a lot of times I'll end up getting all kinds of other things and then forgetting the specific thing that I came for. How could I forget the bread? Today we talk about the importance of bread, especially the bread of life, Jesus. And so we have to ask ourselves, how can we forget the bread? You know, both water and bread in Scripture are used in reference to that which gives life. Jesus himself uh, called himself both bread and water because he truly is the giver of life now and eternally. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never hunger, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Certainly, Jesus was not referring to the bread and water that only fills and satisfies for a little while. For as he said to the woman at the well, if she drank of the well's water, she would surely thirst again. But the water that he was offering her was different. It was living water, water that would satisfy her thirst now and forever. And now he was offering this crowd bread that would satisfy them forever. You see, Jesus was making a very profound point in the statement saying, I am the bread of life. A point that, that maybe we uh, may not fully grasp. Because for us, bread is, is optional. We may enjoy it, especially the variety of breads that we can purchase in our supermarkets today. We can get our bread as white bread, whole wheat bread, multigrain bread, corn bread, flat bread, cinnamon bread, cinnamon rolls, as the children pointed out. Uh, all kinds of different bread. We can get our bread as a biscuit, a roll, a bagel, a bun, the list could go on forever. But in Palestine, bread was not looked upon as like an add-on to a meal. Bread was an essential thing, an essential staple of their diet. You might have nothing else to eat, but as long as you had bread, you'd survive. Bread was seen as that which provides life itself. And so Jesus was saying to the crowd, and he says to each of us today, I am the one who provides life abundant and everlasting. I'm not an option. Jesus isn't just another option. If we really want life, then Jesus is essential. Jesus is necessary. And so today, with his words, Jesus seeks to turn our appetites to himself, that we feed on him as the bread of life, that we seek him not for what he can do for us, but because of who he is and what he has done for us, that we labor not for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which he will give to you. 
That, Jesus says, is the reason why the manna was given in the desert. Was it given to nourish their bodies? Yes, of course. But not only that, not just that. It was also given to draw the people to faith in God, in the God who would provide for them each and every day. For each day, they could take no more manna than they needed for that day, unless it was the Sabbath. And so each day, they had to trust in God to give them what they needed. Each morning, they had to awake and trust in God that there would indeed be manna on the ground for that day. And if they didn't, if they didn't put their trust in God, and if they unfaithfully gathered too much, it would rot and be uneatable the next day. That manna, the what is it, was given to deliver them, to sustain them body and soul, to strengthen faith, and to point them to God. And just as God delivered them, he delivers us. Our deliverance has also been won. You are given life by Jesus through his life, through his death, and through his resurrection. On the cross, Jesus endured all the wrath of God for our sin. Himself wandering, himself hungering, thirsting, suffering, and dying, paying the wages of our sin dying the death we deserve. And so when we look at the cross, we see what you and I deserve. But then we realize that Jesus took that upon himself instead. And instead, we've been given grace, receiving the riches of God's salvation that we don't deserve, that we didn't earn in any way and with any works. In the face of such grace and mercy, can we stop and ask, what is it that God has given us all these benefits? What is it that God should provide for the likes of me? Moses answered the people, it is the bread that the Lord has given you. Today, God's word tells us, it is the bread of life for you. Be satisfied. Be satisfied to the fill, the full. And we believe. We believe there that, that faith is not a, a that faith is not a work. Faith is a gift. Your faith is not a personal quality that God expects of you. It's the gift of God that enables you to believe. And so when our eyes witness the work of God in our daily lives and our hearts ask, what is it? Faith answers, it is the bread of comfort in the face face of all of our earthly trials. It's the true food of grace that sustains us in all of our days of wandering here on earth, that we'll live with God in eternity. It's the bread of God that gives us life. It's God's grace and mercy found in Christ and Christ alone. He is the one who has come to satisfy our greatest need our need for forgiveness, to overcome our sin and our sinful desires, our need for life to overcome death, our need for salvation to reestablish our communion and our fellowship with God. For that is the hunger that we can never satisfy. Only he can. Only he who came for us to be the bread of life. 
There is the only one who has what you and I so desperately need, who can satisfy your hunger and fill you with good things, who can turn you back from death to life, is the one who has come to give you himself. And so today he says to each and every one of you, come, take, eat, this is my body given for you. Take, drink, this is my blood shed for you. Come, hunger and thirst no more. For I am the bread of life and there is no other. I am the bread of life and I give myself for you. With that in mind, how can we forget the bread? How can we put so many things in life before life itself, the source of life itself? Jesus gave of himself the bread from heaven so that we could distinguish between the bread of the earth that can only sustain life from moment to moment, that's here today and gone tomorrow, from the bread that gives life as God intended. When this bread is placed next to anything else, and yes, everything does, everything does our faith to make this confession, Lord, give us this bread always. We, our prayer is to be that uh, of those in our gospel text saying, Lord, give us this bread always. May our prayer as this church family be to be a place that enables and equips our faith, our confession, our fellowship, our service, and our stewardship to answer boldly and, and to pray and to speak confidently, Lord, give us this bread always. Knowing that no other bread nourishes us like this. No other bread nourishes our bodies and our souls and satisfies our hunger for heaven, for life, now and forever. Amen.